Welcome to Appearance Matters, the podcast, Summer Shorts. I'm Bruna, and this is our next episode in our Summer Shorts series. The aim of this series is to bring you 10 short episodes covering 10 different papers our team has recently published. I'm here today with Hannah Jarman, who's actually an ex-car researcher, but of course, once a car researcher, always a car researcher, which is why we're very, very excited to have her feature on our Summer Shorts series. So, hi, Hannah. It's so great to have you. Thank you. It's so lovely to be here. Before we kind of delve into the topic of today's episode, I wonder if you can give our listeners a bit more of an introduction to you and your work. Yeah, of course. So um, my name is Hannah Jarman. Um, I started working at CAR in, I think, 2012 or 13 um, as a research assistant. So projects working on um, kind of positive body image in children and adolescents, so lots of interventions. Um, Then I moved over to Melbourne in Australia in 2018 to start my PhD. um, And that was looking at the impact of social media on adolescents' body image and well-being. And um, I recently finished that at the end of last year. So now Dr. Jarman, which still is very exciting. Um, <laughs> Congratulations, working... Dr. Jarman. <laughs> Thank you. Um, working full time as a research fellow at Deakin University and um, kind of looking at the role of social media and digital technology in kind of body image and eating disorder prevention and interventions. Awesome. And what paper are we talking specifically about today? So the paper is called Critical Measurement Issues in the Assessment of Social Media Influence on Body Image. Um, And we were invited to do this as part of a special issue in the Body Image Journal. Um, I do have a lot of co-authors, 15 in total. So I won't, um, I don't think we have time to list all of them. Um, But I do just want to say thank you to a wonderful team. I'm really lucky to work with such knowledgeable, lovely people. So um, yeah, thanks to everybody. And we were, um, our work was supported by the Medical Research Future Fund as well. Well, I should mention. Great stuff. So um, what was the aim of the paper? What were you trying to find out? So we know, particularly in the past decade, there's been quite a lot of research starting to explore the impact that social media has on body image. Um, but we haven't really been able to do a kind of critical analysis um, of the methodologies or the approaches that these types of studies have used. So our paper aimed to kind of give an overview of the um, kind of common and emerging approaches that we use in this research. Um, So we kind of wanted to provide some insights gained from the different methodologies um, and also identify any gaps or suggest any kind of key directions for future research. Mm -hmm. Sounds like an important thing to do. So how did you go about doing this? Yeah, so the team kind of, we just delved into the research and shared our kind of knowledge of the area. Um, we wanted to firstly, like I mentioned, get a broad kind of understanding of the different approaches that have been used. Um, and we also wanted to identify some of the kind of new areas or approaches or areas that we see r- real potential for the future or papers that really stood out. So we've got a few of those in there as well. Yeah, so there was a lot of research, of course. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess initially we kind of um, were able to identify the real range of methodologies that have been used. So as you'd expect, the kind of self-report survey-based stuff, some lab-based experiments, quality research, a little bit of, um, and kind of more objective data capture that's a bit more recent. Um, And we kind of identify all of the strengths that each of these approaches have, and it starts to kind of work together to build a picture. So 
in the paper, we kind of talk about progression within each of these approaches of the literature. So, for example, for the self-report kind of approach, which is one of the most common, um, we kind of noticed how initially the research would focus on overall time spent on social media. But as we've started to kind of develop our understanding and our approaches, we're more focused now on specific content, like, for example, appearance focused content on social media or certain activities, which may also be more detrimental as well or predictive of body image. Um, so, for example, kind of editing images. Um, so as well as kind of talking about each of the approaches that are covered, we also found that there were a lot of gaps or kind of um, issues with the literature. So including kind of um, measurement validity. So what exactly are we trying to measure and how are we doing that accurately? Um, trying to understand the kind of interpersonal or the social side of social media. So we know it's not just a kind of a one-way communication, it's an information exchange between and back and forth amongst people. So that's something that um, we haven't quite yet been able to capture, I think, in the, in the research. Um, a few issues around kind of um, heterogeneity of samples, which I think unfortunately is an issue across lots of different um, fields as well, not only our own. Um, and finally, because we know that the social media environment is so kind of fast moving and evolving, we need to make sure that we're kind of not providing research which is outdated or getting left behind. So keeping up to date with the newest trends or the newest platforms and things like that is really important as well. Definitely. It sounds like a really, really helpful exercise for researchers working in this field. Um, so my next question is exactly about that. What are the implications for those working in this field? Yeah, so I guess what we kind of got from it was that the, uh, there is still a lot that we don't know. Um, although we've kind of built the foundations and we're moving towards better understanding, there's a lot that we haven't been able to capture. And I think a lot of that is down to the kind of nuances and complexities of the social media environment and how exactly we capture that neatly and quickly and in a simple, straightforward way. So I think we need to be doing more kind of big picture thinking and taking a step back. Um, I think when we're thinking about our own research practices, for example, as academics, we need to think about, um, think critically about both the studies that we read or we're understanding and the studies that we conduct. So making sure that we understand the context. Um, so for example, thinking carefully about measurement, defining exactly what we mean or what we're aiming to look at within social media, what elements do we think are important and how do they all kind of map onto each other and, and relate to body image. Um, so I think there's some kind of more work to be done in that space. Um, and also kind of combining methodologies. We've got all of these wonderful approaches and have their own strengths, but on their own, they kind of ha also have a lot of limitations. So if we can kind of cross over these methods and methodologies, I think it will help us get a more comprehensive picture of kind of what's going on. Definitely. And before we close, Hannah, is there anything else you'd like to add with regards to this paper? Yeah, there was an area that kind of really sparked an interest for me, which was a slightly new area for me, um, was computational methods for collecting data. So basically that's just being able to access um, social media data, which is publicly available. And I think this has got a lot of potential because there's so much data um, posted on social media. If we think daily or even hourly, how much content is, how many words or images or videos are being posted. Um, so myself and a few colleagues, including Professor Matthew fuller Titskovics. Um, my colleague in Deakin University. We had a, a small grant accepted at the end of last year um, and we're hoping to be able to look at social media data to see if we can use that to predict eating disorder risk and severity um, in participants. So if that kind of goes well and depending on the findings of that we might be able to 
um, use social media as an important avenue for targeting interventions or providing support to people. So um, yeah, watch this space. Yeah, sounds like lots of really exciting work potentially coming up. Yes, thank you. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed, yeah. Uh, well, before I can let you go, Hannah, because um, this is part of our summer short series, please can you tell me your favourite summer snack? So I'm going to have to go for two if I'm allowed. <laughs> um, okay, I'll allow it, I'll allow it. <laughs> so I'm visiting from Australia at the moment and it's been three years since I've been home and there's two things I really missed. One was a Greg sausage roll and another was a Marks and Spencer's pork pie. Um, wow. just not, yeah, very meat focused and pastry focused, um, but just something that Australians don't do very well. So I've um, been very much enjoying getting back home and helping with after plenty of that while I'm back. <laughs> Were they as you remembered? Yeah, just as good. Yeah, good. definitely. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, well, Hannah, it's been so lovely to have you on the podcast. Um, and I'm very, very grateful for your time, for coming on to share some of your great work with our listeners. Um, and hope to have you back on the podcast soon. Thank you so much. It's been lovely to see you and lovely to chat. So hopefully you speak soon. Thank you for listening to Appearance Matters, the podcast. If you've enjoyed the episode, please remember to like, subscribe, rate and review and tune in next week for the final Summer Shorts episode.